1 John 1, 5 through 7 states, This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. Good morning and welcome to the CITL's convocation. Caminado en la luz de Dios. Walking with God. We invite you on a journey with us. We would like to provide you with the history and the background of the Center for Intercultural Teaching and Learning. And we will also introduce the new CITL team members. We believe we are walking in the light of God. We will hear from the team members as they embark on this new chapter in their lives. Matthew 5 and 16 states, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Good morning. For those who don't know me, my name is Anita Stalter. I serve as the academic dean and vice president for academic affairs on campus. Goshen College developed a strategic plan in 2005 that we use as a guide to define priorities on our campus. This plan identifies six strategic directions for Goshen College, and the first strategic direction in the plan focuses on cultivating a culture of hospitality. Within this strategic direction is a key objective stating that Goshen College will become accessible and welcoming to an increasingly diverse student population. From this more general strategic plan, the Multicultural Affairs Committee, made up of administrators, faculty, and students, created a diversity plan that serves as a more specific guide for defining diversity goals and action steps. The committee works from a comprehensive and institution-wide approach that cuts across both academic and student life areas at Goshen College. Odalette Nance, Director of Multicultural Affairs, leads this committee and coordinates the various components of the diversity plan. During this last academic year, a group called Mosaic was formed as a way for students, faculties, and administrators across camp campus to channel energy and ideas into proposed actions for diversity initiatives on the Goshen College campus. Then three years ago, Lillian Dalman and company approached Goshen College with an offer to provide resources for an initiative that could be transformative to the Goshen College campus. So we worked from our strategic plan and chose to submit a proposal to Lilly that would help us move further in the direction of becoming more accessible and welcoming to an increasingly diverse student population. We particularly focused the proposal on building relationships with the growing Latino population in our local community. We were notified a year ago in October that we received a $12.5 million grant to carry out the initiative we proposed. There are three parts to the grant, which we are calling the Center for Intercultural Teaching and Learning, or CITL. 
One component focuses on increasing the educational access to Goshen College for Latino students, particularly from the local community. As we work at making a Goshen College education accessible to Latino students, we are also working at better educational access for other culturally diverse students. For this part of the grant, Liliana Garcia was hired as an enrollment counselor who is learning to know prospective Latino students and their families. She provides information on the college application process, financial aid opportunities, and other aspects of college life. As students enroll at Goshen College, she'll continue to build relationships with these students and their families. Liliana was born in Mexico and raised in Northwest Indiana. She began her work at Goshen College at the end of June, right after she finished a master's degree at Indiana University. In addition to her responsibilities with the grant, she also is an enrollment counselor for student recruitment in 20 area high schools. The second part of the grant focuses on transformation of the curriculum offered to Goshen College students, including the general education curriculum and co-curriculars across campus. We will be examining what we teach and how we teach as we move forward with the goal of building an intercultural learning environment on campus. Ross Peterson Veach was hired as a director of curriculum teaching and faculty development for the CITL, and he also serves as an associate academic dean. Ross is a PhD in folklore with a minor in Spanish from Indiana University, and before coming to Goshen College, he was a faculty member in the Liberal Arts and Management Program at Indiana University, where he taught interdisciplinary courses, and he was an instructional consultant for the Kelly School of Business at IU. Ross will be working with both teaching faculty and students in curriculum development and other academic programming. The third component of the grant focuses on research beginning with the investigation of the dynamics of a changing ethnic composition in a rural Midwest community and its implications for higher education. Current Goshen College faculty and students will have opportunities to become involved in research taking place at the center. Building relationships with the local Latino community is a priority in this work and the CITL research director, Robert Reyes, has been very active since he came to campus during the first week of August in getting to know community school and church leaders. Robert is originally from San Juan, Puerto Rico, and he served for the past 11 years at Messiah College as a professor of human development and family science and was director of the Latino Partnership Program. His PhD is in marriage and family studies, and he is a certified family life educator. Robert has also been a research consultant in a number of community-based initiatives. We feel very fortunate to have these three persons at Goshen College, and they are well into their work both on and off campus. We still do not have a CITL director, but we will be working at this in the coming months. In the meantime, the work of the center is being coordinated by the CITL leadership team, who in addition to Liliana Ross and Robert include Odalette Nance as Director of Multicultural Affairs, Joe Leakty, who is serving as Teaching Faculty Representative, Bill Bourne as VP of Student Life, and myself as Academic Dean. Please join me in welcoming Ross, Liliana, and Robert as they share a bit about their own faith journeys that have led them to their work at Goshen College. Thanks, Anita. Before I begin, I'd like to read a passage that keeps coming up for me in a lot of different contexts. I'm not sure why it keeps coming up for me, but I did grow up Presbyterian, and in the Presbyterian church, we have this thing about predestination. It's a little joke, I like to think, but. <clears throat> 
So I'm going to read this passage to you. It's from the book of Luke. And the author of the gospel here describes three men that come up to Jesus talking about following him. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, someone said to Jesus, that is, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. To another, he said, follow me. But he said, first, let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Now that's a challenge to me, and I think to all of us, in how we decide to follow Jesus. As a young Presbyterian kid growing up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I learned about this notion of having a calling. And in the theology of the Reformed tradition, this is the thing God has made for you, or has made you for. The thing you do in every waking moment that fulfills God's purpose for you in your life and also in the lives of others. As soon as I learned about this notion of the calling, I wanted to have one. I was a little kid. I wanted to have one. So I started looking for one. What was I going to do with my life? I wanted to be on fire with God's purpose, doing this work that I was made for because it seemed like it would be really satisfying whatever that turned out to be. And so I looked around, and I tried to pay attention to God's call for me. What was that going to be? What was I supposed to do with my life? Now, my family is full of teachers, and so I thought teaching was really my first calling. It was kind of like a family business. You know, my grandfather was a teacher, my father was a teacher, my mother was a teacher. All these people, I have aunts and uncles and cousins, all these people are teachers. So I said, well, that must be it, my family business. And as I grew in this knowledge and expertise of teaching, I began to do this a lot. I began to be asked to take on special challenges. So I thought, well, this confirms, of course, that I should be in the classroom. And I began to take on certain kinds of challenges, though, things like mentoring people who would be teaching for the first time. And it was at that point that I began to really feel that God's calling to me was defined less as being a teacher in a classroom and more what it feels like today. And that is supporting others in transformation, which I think teachers do. Now, how I got here is pretty straightforward. Last January, I saw an ad on the job list in the Chronicle of Higher Education. And that job looked like my calling. So I applied, and here I am. Pretty straightforward. And yet, my being here at this place at this time for this purpose seems on many levels to be about answering Jesus' call to follow him. And in trying to discern the call, 
I, I never really believed in waiting around, waiting in the wings. And I always preferred to pursue what I understood at that time to be my calling to the fullest, trusting that God would provide guidance to me in my pursuit. As we move forward with this CITL project and begin to look at reforming our curricular structures here at GC, meditating on my calling of supporting others in transformation keeps me focused. What, it, what it's gonna take for us to open ourselves to an uncertain future, I can't say, but I draw strength and guidance from Jesus' response to that second man. As for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Thanks. I almost burnt this place down falling this thing. Okay, so my faith journey is a lot like my journey to Goshen College. It's been one similar to the children of Israel leaving Egypt behind for the promised land, leaving all that they knew, all that they had, leaving everything for the promised land. For 21 years of my life, I had established my identity in my culture, my religion, my family, and my own personal successes, my, my, my. However, three years ago, I felt God asking me to make a decision to choose who I was going to serve. I made the decision to surrender my life to him. As I began to search the scriptures, he spoke through the following two verses in Matthew 6:33. but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added. And then through Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, to trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not on my own understanding and to acknowledge him in all my ways and he would go, was going to direct my path. Therefore, as I sought him first, he was faithful to provide all of my needs, spiritual, emotional, intellectual, according to his riches and glory. As I'm learning to trust him, yes, learning still, <laughs> to trust him more and more, every day has taken me not to try to understand him, but rather to walk by faith and not by sight. As I continue to give him the glory and the honor for everything he has done and continues to do in my life, he directed me to Goshen College. It all first started by receiving an email from a coworker of mine at Indiana University. This coworker said, Lily, you would be perfect for this position. And then it meant for me meeting a director of multicultural affairs that happened to be the director, Odalette Nance, who recommended that I apply. To finally learning that my academic advisor and mentor, Vasti Torres, had just given a presentation at the faculty retreat about Latino identity development. So finally having the job offer since February, but knowing that I would not be able to start until July. Peers all thought that these theories were mere coincidences. However, knowing how God is true to his promises, I share with you today that it is the favor and the love of God that has brought me here to Goshen College, that brought me here to what I saw as my promised land.
O Lord, open my eyes that I may see the needs of others. Open my ears that I may hear their cries. Open my heart so that they are not without help. Let me not be afraid to defend the poor because of the anger of the rich. Show me where love and faith are needed and use me to bring them to those places. And so open my eyes and my ears that I may this coming day be able to do some work of peace for thee. That is a prayer of St. Francis and it's a prayer that I've been reading and reflecting over the past several months. My journey to Indiana began in Pennsylvania, where I was teaching at Messiah College for the last 11 years. And it was a very positive experience. I was able to do good work in community development, community-based research. Um, things are growing and developing there. But during that time, there was a growing sense of restlessness a growing sense of an awareness that there needed to be more. I had one course release. Um, our schedule, I think, is similar or structure is similar than here. Four courses is full time, I believe. Still teaching three courses a semester. And there was a growing sense, particularly in the past several years where the whole issue on immigration has continued to unravel and anti-immigrant sentiments continue to unfold that there needed to be more. I could stay in a safe place where numbers of Latinos are not that high to be a, of any threat, where we could be underneath the surface and do good work, or be in a place where something else was needed. I was encouraged to take a look at the position here. A friend of mine who is the Director of Multicultural Affairs so I saw this announcement, and I thought of you, so it's a similar situation. And I don't want you to leave, <laughs> but please, I, I, why don't you take a look at that? And I looked at the position, and it spoke to me. I quickly looked at some of the material, and I said to myself, finally, courage. I knew that Goshen College needed, didn't have all the pieces in place. I knew that this was an ambition goal, ambitious goal, but there was courage. Courage to look at what was needed, courage to move forward, courage to respond to a need, and courage to look with others, to do it alongside other people, and to say, we can do this together. So, as I began to reflect through this process, this sense of awareness, this restlessness was also a very important, it was a response to a question that had been reverberating in my mind for several uh, months and even years. Something that kind of motivated me and, and it still does today. If I made it as a professional, why did I make it when so many haven't? And although that is something that could motivate some, for me, it had been a burden, a sense of struggle, because I just can't stay <laughs> watching, looking, observing without committing myself to the work that is needed. Um, 
Not that it wouldn't be easier just to um, stand and just observe, but it's this sense, this burden that is there that won't let me just observe. So as I take a look at all the challenges ahead, and I take a look at this amazing opportunity, I ask myself this question, what kind of community do we hope to have here tomorrow? One where we see increasing uh, anxiety, fear, segregation, or distrust, or one where there is hope, opportunity, possibility. Today we are using this imagery of a candle to remind ourselves that all of us have gifts and abilities. We have a light within us, and it is God's desire that we would let that light shine to all men, that they would see our Father and would bless him accordingly. So as we begin our work here, we share a little bit of our heart and our dream and our story with you, not just to share it, but for, so that you would get to hear a little bit of ourselves and also to encourage you, encourage you to join us as we begin this work. We need your help and we want to work alongside all of you in this effort. So we're walking in the light of Christ and we want to, to celebrate that reality through not only um, through the reading of these texts but also through music and worship.
Matthew four, uh, 5, 14. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this. As a public, as a, public, as a city on a hill, I make you light bearers. You don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I am putting you on a light stand. Now that I have put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Lord, as we come before you today, we commit this effort to you. And we thank you for the opportunity to serve. I pray that you would be with us as we explore all these new possibilities. We thank you for this great gift. Lord, we thank you for the financial resources to begin this effort. But we also thank you for the resources in the community, for the eagerness to come alongside, for the wonderful students that we have in this institution, for the wonderful faculty and administrators committed to this effort. Lord, I pray that you would be with us today and we thank you for this opportunity. Give us courage in the days ahead. Help us as we try to bring our light forth to shine among men and to be bearers of your peace. Thank you. Amen. And today we're going to have also a reception. Um, we want to showcase our CITL offices. It used to be the old game room, so for some of you who are a little bit bummed because you don't have your pool table there, I'm sorry about that, but you can get some food. Uh, free, right? Free. And uh, so please come and join us. Um, take a look at some of our uh, spaces. And uh, thank you for coming. Um, may the Lord bless you today. Thank you.